It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. Listening to the Sharks Audio Network. Now, here's your host, Ted Ramey. Here come the Sharks the other way. 23 seconds left in the Dubois penalty. They gain zone entry. Eklund sleuths over to the right side, kept it in, stick handles to the slot, shoots one, save rebound, score! Tomas Hurdle gets the rebound and bangs it in. The Sharks are on top by the score of 3 to 2. Hey guys, it is time for another offseason check in. This time with William Eklund, one of the most exciting young players in the Shark system. We saw him in nine games last year. He registered four assists, and it was hard not to see the potential every single time he had the puck. He then spent the year back in Sweden, and now we look forward to potentially seeing him in Teal next year. All right, we are now joined on the Sharks Audio Network by William Eklund, who of course was the Sharks' top pick in the 2021 NHL Draft. We got to see a preview of him early in the 2021-22 season, and I know everybody is excited about the future for Mr. Eklund. William, what's going on, man? How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How about you? I'm doing very well, man. I uh, I think like most everyone else with the Sharks, very uh, very excited for your future. Um, by the way, do you go by William? Do you go by Will? Do, pe- do people call you Eki? What what what's your preferred uh, name for? I just feel very formal calling you William, unless that's what you actually want. I have no issues with any name. I, I got uh, different nicknames over there: Will and Eki, and got Gecko from Burns. So. Uh... <laughs> have a lot of a lot of names <laughs> good deal man well you know i obviously we're about a year removed from when the sharks drafted you last year last year and and i thought it was really cool that you know you were getting the uh, the facetime calls from the guys on the franchise especially somebody like eric carlson who uh you know i have to imagine that you know for you growing up in sweden he's you know got some legendary status at this point um considering what he's done in his career um if you could just flash back on that moment when you did get drafted uh what, what was that like for you other than being very early in the morning yeah uh, so it was a happy moment for me and my family. Uh, you know, I uh, have my friends around and, and everybody that has been meet with me since I was a little kid. Uh, just a great moment for for all my family that w- know that I worked hard uh, to the way there. So just happy, you know. Uh, yeah. What, 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 would it, what did your dad say? Because obviously as a hockey player himself, I mean, he knows the amount of work and the amount of talent that it takes to, to catch you know, not just the attention of an NHL franchise, but for them to make you the first round pick. Was he, was he the proud father? Or did he not want to, um, you know, boost up your ego too big? How, how was he reacting to it? Yeah, he was, he was proud. Uh, he was just like, he laughed my, my, for me and my, my journey. And he know how, how hard I've been working and, you know, my whole family basically was, was glad for me. So I'm very thankful for that. 
How has your life changed in the last year and since that moment? I mean, I guess, you know, you got a taste of the NHL. You got to, you know, come to the United States. You got to go through the training camp. Um, you know, just how, how different are you, you know, now as opposed to a year ago? A uh, little more experienced, I think, uh, you know, with with all things that I've been through now. Uh, you know, getting over there and see how everything works. Uh, never been to like a country that that long of a time and uh, before. So it was a new thing for me to get into that culture and and everything around. And so I think I'm, I would describe myself a little bit more experienced and uh, more like ready to go now. Had you been to the United States before you came over last summer? Uh, yeah, like when I was a little kid, what went to Disney World, I think. Nice, nice. Uh, obviously, though, your English is uh, is very good. I, it, you know, I. It seems like most of the people that I talk to from Sweden, they usually have a pretty good background in that before they come to the United States. Do they do they start teaching you English in schools at a pretty young age? Yeah, it's pretty early. I think. Uh, like from first grade or something that it starts and to yeah it's if it, it, it helps you like when you come up and trying to talk english now uh, so yeah from pretty young age was it um you know coming over as an adult obviously experiencing american culture is the first time was it was it different for you like obviously i've never come to america as an outsider i mean i think most people probably uh you know coming from from sweden they would say that it's a little bit warmer here in california <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course, it was a little different. Uh, you know, you're not used to playing uh, hockey when it's, it's hot outside. <laughs> Usually, like, going from the cold to the cold inside the hockey arena. Uh, but, yeah, of course, the culture was different, and uh, you were trying to adapt to that uh, as quick as possible and and learn some stuff from that, too. You know, obviously, you had the, the development camp, um, and we saw you get to play with, with Thomas Bordalo a little bit, and I know that people we're excited about that. Um, you know, just what was that like playing with a lot of the the younger guys who kind of represented the the next generation for the San Jose Sharks? Because you know, for for a lot of uh, the guys, just like yourself, it was their first time being uh, brought in with the team, and things had been interrupted the year prior because of the pandemic. Yeah, of course, it was fun. You know, um, you've seen like play some guys there, and uh, it was just fun to get into the camp and. And play with those guys and see how how it worked together. I think it worked pretty good, you know, uh, outside of hockey too. Um, pretty good group, and I liked like being around the guys. Yeah, no, I would imagine so. And then, you know, with training camp, you you were able to break camp with the team. Um, you know, what what did you learn about playing at the NHL level in the in the very brief, you know, what was it, seven or eight games uh, that you were able to play? Like, was that did you use that as a, as a big, you know, kind of a template for what you needed to improve in your game and for what you now had a greater understanding? Like, what was your big takeaway after that small sample size? Yeah, you know, that you have to be prepared, really prepared for, like, I want to be prepared for 82 games uh, plus, plus playoffs. And uh, you get a little taste of it there and how fast the game is and how, how hard it is. So uh, I'm, I'm taking with that with me. To the summer to work on some skills and work on some off ice training to be even more prepared to to next year. What was the the biggest eye opening aspect of playing um, in the NHL? Was it 
speed of guys? Was it the strength of guys? Was it just the overall quickness of the game? Like what were, was there anything about it that took you by surprise? I don't know. I think like you have to play with a lot of good players. Like that's, that's the thing. Like you, you're not used to play to that good players. Like, like I got used to play with. And uh, of course you have to be like fat with the puck because, um, you know, you have to be able to pass a puck in, in quite quick time. And mm -hmm. uh, because some, some other guy can be on you right away. So you have like, some split seconds to make a decision. That's the biggest difference, I think. Yeah, the one thing that I noticed about your game, and I noticed this with a lot of top-end prospects, is that it, it always seemed like you were receiving the puck in a really good posi position to distribute. Like, when it was coming to your stick, as soon as it, was, as it was there, it looked like you were ready to make your next move. Is that, I guess, have you always had that natural positioning, or is that something that you've had to work on over your career to kind of receive the puck in, in a state where you're ready to go? I haven't really, really thought of that actually. Like, um, it might might be a thing, uh, but uh, of course, like you have to try to be. I'm a smaller guy out there, and uh, you know, if I have to be ready for everything. Uh, if if I have a bet, better position when I when I get the puck and I can take some hits and stuff like that, so I have to be prepared to uh, deliver the puck as fast as possible too. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny you said that. You know, you're you're not the biggest guy. But I, I noticed that, you know, you, you're always, you avoided the big hit. I mean, obviously you're going to get hit playing hockey. It's not like you're never going to get hit, but you seem to be, uh, I guess the term slippery is what they would use for it is that you always were seemingly avoiding the big hit. You seem to have very good awareness of where guys were. Um, you know, is that something that, you know, you just kind of have to be aware of or just say, you know, like, Hey, you know, I got to do what I got to do. Eventually I will get hit. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm trying to, you know, as you said, um, trying to be slippery out there because uh, I know guys will be calling after me as a good do so every guy, you know, uh, it's a different team out there. You know, some teams are more physical and some teams are not. So you got to be prepared for everything and uh, yeah, work on my, my strength this summer to be even more prepared for, for uh, like, uh, yeah, hitting myself too, like hit, hit some guys, me too. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, I guess, was there anything that you walked away from, from that experience? Was it like, I need to work on, you know, this aspect of my game, or I need to work on that, or I need to, I mean, obviously, you know, we know that you said at the time you wanted to continue to work out and get bigger, but in terms of the actual hockey in and of itself, was there anything about your game that you said, okay, that's what I need to work on? Yeah, I think I want to, I want to work on my shot and I've been doing that in my, the, like since, since I stopped, play, stopped playing this year. And yeah, get that even better. Uh, I think it could be better in like a lot of areas. And I mean, you know, I'm working on that today. Nice, nice. What time does your, uh, or like how, how is your off season program going? How much of it is is on the ice? How much of it is in the weight room? How much of it is is film? Like what what is your average day like right now? I usually wake up in like, 7 30 and breakfast and then go to to the gym with uh, have a personal trainer and like 9 a.m a couple like one and a half 145 minutes uh strength training then usually go and eat and then go to the, on the ice or where if i had something else to do there uh, for like one and a half hour or something and then 
yeah, either go recovery somewhere or I have something else in the maybe maybe some golf too. Nice, nice. Uh, how, how's your uh, how's your golf game? Is it uh, like the the thing for me is I've always found it hard to take my baseball swing out of my golf swing. Is it hard for you to take your hockey shot out of kind of those mechanics of playing golf? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting better in golf. You know, uh, <laughs> I can't say I'm good. I can't say I'm bad. Um, I'm I'm getting better. Uh, hopefully, I'll get better after the summer too. Nice. Are have you been watching the uh, the World Championships from Finland, or have you been watching any of the Stanley Cup playoffs? Yeah, I've been watching both. Nice. Any? Uh, did you see any of the uh, wild game last night between uh, between Edmonton and Colorado? Uh, that was uh, was a thirteen goal or no? Excuse me, fourteen goals, eight six final. Yeah, I usually actually when I wake up, I always look on the highlights and stuff because uh, it's middle of the night, so I can't really watch it. Uh, yeah. In a week sometimes, but yeah, of course it was a wild game. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's been pretty fun, and you know I think everybody's really excited, um, you know, about you to come out and you know be part of the team. Do you, you know, do you look at that as pressure? Or are you excited that fans in San Jose are excited about you? I mean, I know there were a lot of people last year who, you know, they understood why why the Sharks, you know, wanted you to to go back to Sweden for the season and continue to you know get bigger and get you know older and stronger and all these things but you know the fans were very very excited about you i guess that's on the one hand you know that's got to be pretty pleasing that the fan base is already on your side but on the other hand it's kind of like man there, there is pressure involved with that people you know they they have expectations even though they've barely seen you play yeah i i you know i like pressure i think um been i think it's been through that my my whole like short career of kids say like that um so I, I always think it's fun that that uh, like the fan base like what is out there and i'm real thankful for for the time i had there uh, last year and i'm just looking forward to get right into it and uh, yeah and be really ready for camp yeah what uh, what is your timeline right now to get over here into to the united states uh, is it development camp now in july i think yeah yeah, yeah. and then um yeah, I think it's uh, that it's not clear. I don't know. <laughs> I have it right in my head right now. Good deal, man. Well, I know everybody's excited for you, man. It was fun watching you. you know, even in a very limited capacity last year, everybody is excited for your future. Continue to have a great summer, man, and we will see you uh, out here in San Jose soon, all right? Yeah, thank you. Again, that was William Eklund joining us here on the Sharks Audio Network. Be sure to check out some of our off-season check-ins featuring Noah Greger, Jacob Megna, and Scott Reedy. For the San Jose Sharks, I'm Ted Ramey signing off. Face off, nice keep in by Eric Carlson, one-on-one against Lekin in there. Sharks on the power play for a minute and 11 seconds. Carlson exchanges, now gives it back. Oh. LeBanc shoots and scores! Kevin LeBanc rips that shot! A nice little exchange with Eric Carlson, and Kevin LeBanc is straight to the bank with that one-time shot at the top of the left circle. It is 5-0. This podcast can be found for download under Sharks Hockey Digest on iTunes, Google, and Spotify, and on demand anytime on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app, presented by Western Digital. All music by Yogi Yend.